Chapter 2. The system that turned a hobby into a career. Now, in this book, you're going to learn a step-by-step -step system to take your music hobby and turn it into something that has the potential to make you a lot of money in the music business. Now, there are a couple of requirements, though, and one of the main ones is your mindset shift. First thing you need to understand is the music business is a business. If you don't treat it like one, you will fail. So you have to approach it like a business. You are basically in the manufacturing business. There's a product, which is your music, your songs, your instrumentals, your live shows. The marketing, which is the appearances, the music videos, the interviews, the videos on YouTube, um, the TV shows, etc., etc. And there's distribution. So streaming, radio, and wherever else your music is played. Very important for you to understand, talent does not entitle you to anything. I've seen many, many people baffled. They can sing amazingly well, sing way better than I can, but I haven't made any money in the music business, haven't made any kind of strides whatsoever, can't make any kinds of progress, and they can't figure out why. And it's simply hard work. They're not interested in doing the hard work. If you get nothing from this book, memorize this one phrase. Hard work trumps talent every single time. There are no exceptions to this rule. Next thing you need to understand is music designed for sales may or may not impress your musician friends. You know, you, you have a lot of pop songs out there that musicians will, you know, turn their nose at. Ugh, listen to that keyboard phrase that he played. It's, it's off or it's the timing is wrong or he used the wrong note or whatever. This is not the group we're trying to impress. We're actually not trying to impress anyone necessarily. Our objective here is to create a product, our music, and make money. It's a business primarily. Now, of course, there are songs out there and super popular songs that musicians absolutely love because they have excellent musicianship in them. And you should always aim for this wherever possible. But just keep in mind that fellow musicians are not your intended audience. Another key thing to understand, your success is directly linked to the type and strength of your relationships. You won't make any progress whatsoever if your relationships are either wrong or weak. And we'll get into that in a little while. Your competition is also a potential source of collaboration. So other singers in the charts, singers way ahead of you in the charts, maybe you're not even in the charts at all. These are the people you're, this, the quality of music that they're putting out is the quality that you're aspiring to. And when you finally achieve that level of quality and level of success, these are not people to be upset with and say, ha, I beat you. That's not how it works. These are actually people you are now in a position to collaborate with and expand your audience. So don't view other musicians and other singers and other bands as competition. Instead, view them as potential collaborators and people that can, you know, you can help each other climb up the ranks. Another thing to remember is that your music is a gateway to other opportunities. I'm sure I don't need to tell you that there are tons of singers, some really good, some not that great, who leverage their fame, however small, into other avenues, whether it be getting parts in movies, um, commercials, product endorsements, manufacturing, merchandising, whatever it is. You can definitely use these things because it's a business. The only difference with our business and, and a business that um, sells, say, shirts is Instead of us selling shirts, we're selling music, okay? But there are many, many similarities. And so collaborating with, with companies and networking with them and forming partnerships 
is a definite possibility if you do this right. So to make this whole thing work, you're going to have to have some key ingredients to, to, to make this machine run and run well. First thing you're going to need is a potential audience to market your songs to. You need to pick your audience first. Next thing you're going to need are great songs tailored to this market that you've chosen. Other major thing you'll need is a place to work and record. Without having actual songs that are recorded and ready to, to share with people, you don't have a business. You're not in the music business yet, so you need that. You need to get that done as soon as possible. You need excellent interpersonal skills. This is going to be one of your greatest assets and will get you further than probably anything else. Being a good, an easy person to work with, being someone who's on time, being someone who, who's a joy to have a conversation with will make it so much easier for you to market yourself and market your music and so much easier for you to be exposed to opportunities. Another key thing you'll need is a rock-solid work ethic. You need to be hardworking, fair, and honest. Hardworking, yes, this is work. This is a lot of work. And uh, as, a, as a matter of fact, I tell people if, if they don't enjoy music, there are easier ways to make money. Don't do it if, if, if you don't enjoy this because it's, it's, it's really hard. And it's going to be very difficult to stick with it if you don't love it when the work gets really hard. You want to be fair. You want to be treated fairly. But by extension, you also want to make sure that you treat people fairly. And this goes even if you've been treated unfairly in the past. As I said before, relationships are the key to your success. And by treating people fairly, word gets around if you're a, a fair and honest person. So it also gets around if you're not. So you have to be very careful here. Be fair and be honest. Pay people what you, do, what you owe them. Pay people what they're, what they're worth. And you can expect the same in return. You need to have a decent understanding of how the music business actually works and where you fit into the bigger picture. A lot of musicians get caught up in their music and convince themselves that the music is the only significant thing in this whole thing. The music is merely the product. There is a whole other thing going on after the music is created that doesn't even happen if the music isn't good. So understand that you are part of a much larger machine. You're going to need a team that understands what needs to be done and how to do it. So this team includes um, your, your, your fellow bandmates, if you're part of a band. Um, if you're not the one doing the writing, the writers, they need to understand what you're trying to achieve. Um, management. So if you're, going to get a, if you're going to be signing with a manager if you don't already have one, this person needs to understand how the business works and what needs to be done to get to where you want to get to. And the same thing goes for a label. If you're going to be signing with a label or if you're going to be setting up your own label, then you need to understand where, what that role is, what's a good fit for you and what isn't. Another thing you're going to need is an image, a consistent image and brand that, very important, is compatible with your target market. You don't want to alienate yourself or alienate your potential market just by the way you look. So, in the coming chapters, we're going to cover a lot of things. So the first thing we're going to do is learn how to select an audience. I'm going to dive into setting up a home recording studio so you know what you need. I'm going to show you the elements of a well-made song for the purposes that we're going to be talking here. I'm going to be showing you how you can find ideas for your songs. Some of these places are right in front of you. You're going to probably slap yourself for not realizing yourself, but you should have a pretty large list of options when it comes to finding song ideas. I'm going to show you the secrets to what I call fitting in and standing out. 
This, this will make a lot more sense when we get to that chapter, but you definitely don't want to miss that. We're going to cover what managers are looking for. So if you're one of those bands or, or soloists struggling to get a manager, can't figure out what's going on, I'm going to try and clear that for you in that particular chapter. The next chapter after that will be what labels are looking for, which will have many similarities to a manager, but there's more to it. And both you and your manager will need to understand what the labels are looking for to significantly increase your chances of striking a deal. I'm going to talk about the team members that you'll need eventually as your team grows. You want to start with the essential few, but eventually you're going to want to grow that team as, as things get better. And then finally, we're going to close with the success triad. Very important thing for you to understand, which applies to every aspect of everything we're going to be talking about throughout this book. So got a lot to cover. So let's just dive into chapter three, where we're going to be talking about selecting an audience.